Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. Happy days are here again, John. The barges are gone. Rumor has it they are leaving. Is that, that uh, that's true, huh? Yes, dude. That's even happier days than uh than than parking being taken away, John. The barges are gone. The barges are gone. I'm like, uh, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. That's a that's a big admission for uh, Disney to do to say okay that show sucked <laughs> we're done all right never mind eh, didn't work no that's inc- it's it's incredible dude and my beautiful wife she cracks me up but she actually thinks Disney listens to the, this podcast and these podcasts and you know I I don't know I do believe that they have a, a people that do go through and listen to most of them just to get the pulse of everybody out there. But I don't think our show had anything to do with it. But if it did in one small way, I'm very happy about it, John. There you go. There you go. You can claim it anyway, Doug. Yeah, as well. It's pretty funny. A lot of the things we complain about do come true, John. Just saying, Wi-Fi yeah. and all the Except rooms. for our damn sports bar. Where's our sports bar at, Doug? No, they seem to keep taking them away. Any little bit of one they do have is gone. But uh, Sports bar? I know what you need. You need a tea shop and a cupcake. How many more cupcakes and bakeries? And <laughs> and they tell you they want to be healthy for you and all this other stuff, and they just constantly bringing out cupcakes, cupcake. cookies, and candies. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get cupcake. it. Cupcake. Cupcake. Oh, but while you're at the food and wine festival, here's some vegan crap for you to eat, but then get a cupcake. Yeah. Yeah, well, me and you are not in on the cupcakes. You know, I mean, a good cupcake here or there is okay, but... John, how beautiful will it be, though, to actually walk after you see the whole new Moana water display and all that, once the park, the front, all the walls are down. How beautiful is it going to be to walk to World Showcase Showcase Lagoon and look across at our beautiful America and Italy and all the countries without seeing them stupid, stupid barges? It'll be like it just never was. How nice. Yeah, dude. I mean, those barges are like... 
They, I think they might be the worst thing besides raising prices that Disney ever did. I mean, the positive part, like you said, it was a major admission because that could have paid off. What they spent on those barges, John, could give me, you, and every member of our families a very nice living for the rest of our life <laughs> on the money they spent uh, on them. They certainly could have given all their cast members a raise that they just won't do right now. So, yeah, that, that's a big waste. That's probably the excuse why we won't get a raise now. Oh, we had to take a barge's way. Yeah, well, did you, are you hearing anything about your raise? There, Disney is pretty dead set on just giving everybody across the board a dollar an hour, and that's it. So, and well, none why, of the unions want that. So Why, why don't their CEOs all get the same raise? Yeah. Yeah, 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 you tell me, buddy. Bob freaking Iger and, and Josh DeMarco, why don't they get a dollar? I mean... Hell, if I if I just got a raise to keep up with inflation, I'd be okay. I mean, uh, you know, we're not even getting that right now, so... Well, that's the big thing right now. I mean, it's a great news that the we got a cap on insulin, so anybody who's diabetic pays $35, and that's wonderful. So... I think that's the only thing in the country that's going down. <laughs> I mean, so the money you're saving on your insulin, you're blowing now on your loaf of bread, your gas, your utilities. So, I mean, I, I went to the store again today, John. I got one bag of food and I spent $80. I, I Everything I bought fit in one bag. I don't know where it's going, John. Well, you got to quit buying tenderloin filet and lobster tail, though. Okay. No, it wasn't even that today. It wasn't that today, dude. <laughs> okay, a, ba a bag of chips and a, and a six-pack of beer, probably. And that was probably $80. Oh, it was Lafin de Mont, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it was it was chicken. It was a couple packs of chicken, some, you know, ground beef. You get what I'm saying? Some vegetables. Yeah. Uh, it was a, uh, two loaves of bread, uh, a pack of coffee, it was like nine eighty eighty eight dollars, John. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane right now. I mean, we're paying eight dollars for a, a thirty two pack of Pullin Springs, John. Eight bucks for water. It, it it it's absolutely insane out there right now. But the barges are gone, John. The barges are gone. Barges are gone. Uh, back to the positive. Yes, and the train is open, John. And my choo choo train's running, right, Johnny? And trains open. Uh, some some uh, parking uh, uh, park charging is going to go away. So yeah, there are there's some good stuff out there. Yeah, they they said they're not going to they're no longer going to be charging for uh, par uh, parking at the resorts, John. Yep, I'm all in for that. I mean, I think that yeah. was the stupidest thing they ever did. We uh, besides yeah. the barges. And we yelled about that for months. <laughs> I mean, and, and that was the biggest one that cracked me up when I realized like. Lou, I love you. We're brothers from other mothers. We we're born on the same day. We're the same age. We got. We're from both from New Jersey. You're a stinking Giants fan. You're from North Jersey. I'm from South Jersey. I'm the cool guy. I, I, I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. All these things are so similar. You're a wonderful human. But when you sat there and argued that, let me play devil's advocate and say. We're doing the parking for you so there's less traffic on property. You totally, you went down a peg on that one. I mean, how the hell does anybody <laughs> argue for that, John? Uh, uh, no, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. It, you got me. It, it makes no sense whatsoever. I'm just happy to see it's gone. I'm happy to see the bar just gone. Uh, we also have uh, rumors of uh, Tron, believe it or not, finally opening at some point. Yeah, they said something about April 4th, right? 
At April least it, 4th. At, at least they didn't say April 1st, because then we could all thought it was April Fool's Day, Joe. <laughs> yeah, if they would have said that, we wouldn't believe it. That would have been actually pretty good. So they should have done that on purpose. But, uh, yeah, we're supposed to have uh, cast member previews here sometime, I think, in February. So so you're gonna be, are you going to do it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I ain't that old yet. You know, they caught me before I, I have to get on Social Security, so. I'm a scared, John. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do it, but I think I'd rather do the train and and TTA myself. That's more my speed now, John. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got to do it at least once. I did uh, Guardians twice, so and I'll have to do that once with uh, JJ at some point. But I, I don't know. I was talking to Lisa, and she's pretty much done with all that stuff. Yeah, she, she don't care once. Uh, once everything's done and she has the port out and everything else, she's just like, I'm not in. I'm, nope, man. <laughs> I'm done. So she's retired from the roller coasters. So. Yeah, I mean, me and Brand's going to do both of them. But I will tell you, I might have to wear Depends when I do it. That's all I'm saying, John. <laughs> I might have to put the Depends on. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to file that under too much information. Too much information, Johnny? Yeah, too much. Too no. much. I don't know. I'm just, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just a little nervous about uh, how much, uh, I don't know, how much uh, force is going to be behind that and how scared I'm going to be. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Guardians is really, really awesome. So, and it's not as, uh, uh, I don't know. It that, Really, to me, it's still the most severe roller coaster at Disney is Rock and Roller Coaster because of that takeoff. So that still takes me a moment to... To acclimate to but let's see yeah well at least that's quick and and painless like you're gone i i'm just afraid of the uh i'm afraid of the whole uh how can i put it to the i raced bikes for a long time and i got per, i used to race motocross when i was younger i had the crotch rockets the whole nine yards and the position that you're in, my kind of body doesn't feel good from all the times I rode the bikes back in the day. So I'm a kind of little scared that uh, that might come back to bite me if you follow me, Johnny. Yeah, yeah I, I guess it's going to be similar to the position you're in uh, Flight, of, uh, Flight of Passage, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. And I'll tell you what, Flight of Passage, I don't. my lower back doesn't feel too good when I get off of that. But. Yeah, I can see that. But I will be trying both. I will definitely do it because I have to. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll talk myself into it because I'll be. I'll say it's for the show. But, there you go. But the barge is gone, dude. That's like extra. That's extra special. The only thing could top that news would be yes, we were stupid, and Illuminations is coming back. Uh, Illuminations or. Uh total get rid of all the genie crap and it's just back to fast passes which one dude i honestly think i would take one for the team and get rid of all the genie crap and i <laughs> do the fast passes for everybody else because yeah uh, illuminations everybody love but not everybody misses it like we do uh, right. i for the greater good genie plus would be the way to go to get rid of everything <laughs> for everybody right yeah, I would agree. I would agree that that is just the most heinous system I think that was ever devised. So yeah, it just and again, like right now, I'm uh, I'm booking a trip for one of my friends, and uh, their kid is you know he has some special needs and stuff like that, 
and we got to figure out all that. But now explaining to them about the Genie Plus, and they got enough worries as it is taking him, if you get what I'm saying. Let them know now having to figure out they've never been before. Try, Dude, do you know what it's like trying to explain to somebody who's never done this before? It, it's not no, easy, dude. Like, it's not easy. And you're, like, scared to death because you know they're not going to understand everything when you get there. they get there and you're going to be blamed for it. Well, at least, at least they had enough... Uh wisdom to contact a travel agent you you'd be amazed at the amount of people that will go to disney and show up to buy tickets on the day they're going they park it and they you know they pay that ridiculous amount to park and everything else and then have no idea uh about using their phone to to book stuff or to to access uh, my disney experience i mean man this is not a trip you just show up and and try to do you might be able to do that at nasa or gatorland but you can't do that at disney no, so. and and one of the deals also is is now I got to figure out how to get them to and from the park, which is the best way. We're going back and forth over that. When it was Magical Express, it was just so easy. You understand? And now when you got to tell them to buy a third party, which is Mirrors, which it still works out, but it's still not the same as you got a Disney trip book. Just go downstairs and look for Disney, right? John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just. Yeah. Now we're weighing, should he rent a car, or should he uh, get a shuttle, or do Uber? What, what would be the best, you know what I'm saying? And we're trying to weigh that out. There's like so many moving parts, it, it, it's so horrible. So getting rid of a Genie Plus and Lightning because I'm trying to slowly explain that to him. And now with the DAS Pass, they also have to do an interview on my Disney experience with, the, with Disney. I mean, what a crock is that, John? Yeah, that's not Disney though. That's people taking advantage of oh, the system. A hundred percent. And and but the bottom line is it's still not easy. I mean, it's no, not, it's not easy. No, it's, it's not. not easy. But at the same time, you have to understand there's a reason behind that now. I mean, because people do take advantage of the system. All you have to do is look at the people parking in handicap parking and yeah, realize well, that people the, take advantage of everything. That's the so. bottom line with our country in a nutshell right now. Everybody feels entitled to everything. They don't want to work for nothing. They don't want to do nothing. And they expect everything for free. And and if, if you don't get what you want, you cry, woe well, is me. It's, it's like it's the whole society right now. It's like you're owed everything. And you're not. And, and it's sad because the people that took advantage of it, in my opinion, are all life scum that did what they did. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're pretty slimy. Yeah, I mean, to lie and get a pass is, is absolutely ridiculous. And then, then when you do get one to sell it to take advantage of stuff is wrong, too, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just... Uh, Again, John, the barges are gone. The barges are gone. <laughs> back to the possum. Yeah, barges are gone. Yeah, I got to get back to positivity here. Uh, one other thing. You're not going to believe what I'm going to say right now, John. You're, uh, you're rooting for the Buccaneers Monday night. Yes. Uh, the greatest, <laughs> supposedly from some people think, the greatest quarterback of all time is playing on Monday night, and I'm praying that, he beats the Cowboys because I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> and ain't that I'm even a – I'll be honest with you, though. I I don't know which team I'd rather have. It ain't about that. I just want to see them stinking Cowboys go home as fast as humanly possible. Because playing the Cowboys, they always find a stupid way to lose, in my opinion. They ain't won a road game in 30 years, a playoff road game in 30 years. So the bottom line is uh, I think I'd rather go against them than – you know, Tom Brady with seven Super Bowl. You understand what I'm saying, Johnny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But all that aside, 
I'm still going to be rooting for terrible Tommy against the, the horrible Cowboys. The disgusting, the, disgusting communist Cowboys, John. Is it really the Cowboy players or is it just the annoying fans? It's everything. It's the whole thing in a <laughs> nutshell. Because most Cowboys, most Cowboy players are over the top buttholes, John. They're, they all file into the persona. They sit down. They're all cocky. They all have swagger. Every cow, Most of the Cowboy players, you watch them on TV, you'd think every one of them has won the Super Bowls that they've won in the past. You follow me? They walk around yeah. with the swag like that. I mean, you watch Zeke Elliott with him eating. Eat this, Zeke. Eat, you, know, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You ain't ate nothing, dude. You've never won anything. Who are you munching on? You know? So, with that being said, I would rather the Super Bowl champion come out of that game than the stinking, disgusting Cowboys because I can't stand them. So, All right. I will be rooting for Tommy Boy. And yeah, that wasn't a stretch, Doug. I pretty much figured that one. I know, I know your uh, your dislike to Tom Brady is not your hatred of the Cowboys. <laughs> no, and, and and again, I don't. If you listed the top 100 players I've hated at all time, Tom would not even be in that. My problem with Tom is the. I would. I never even. I never even disliked Tom Brady until he sunk to the level of. After he gets sacked, mm. that he begs for a rough in the passer all the time. He's he's above that. He gets enough of them. If you look at the record, if you look at his rough in the passers compared to Donovan McNabb's, Tom Brady has like a hundred more rough in the passers on him than Donovan McNabb ever had. He gets plenty. I mean, guys, every time they go by him, put their hands up in the air like they're being arrested for assault every time they tackle him. They back off of him. So my point is, when he started laying on his back. And he does, he lays on his back and he would do that right hand. And he'd be asking, like doing the flag signal, like for the ref to throw the flag, begging for it. And that's when he lost, that's when I started losing respect. Because he's above begging. He's a champion. He's supposed to be the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time, don't beg. It's like LeBron. Now, LeBron, I can't stand him. LeBron is an over, overrated hack, in my opinion. You know, so I hate LeBron. I, I don't hate Brady. I just okay. I pick on Brady the most just because I know it bothers some people up up north from me, John. I see. I, see. I wonder who that would be. Yes, but we love, oh, we oh, love well, him dearly, though. Uh, speaking of uh, sports in general, a uh, big congratulations to uh, Mr. Matthew Watts, Watts, our first international winner of our fantasy football. So congratulations to uh, Bangers and Mash. Oh, he has a great name. That's why he won. He stole the name from me. <laughs> there you go. But congratulations. Speaking of bangers and mash, John, and congratulations to get Glenn. You did a great job. You had a great team. Uh, I actually had those fish and chips again at PJ Wellingham's, John. It, <laughs> it made me think so much. My mother-in-law actually had them with me this time. She goes, I'm not, I'm not really that hungry. And we go out to lunch, and she goes, I said, try these. You'll like them. She goes, okay, because I'm not hungry. I'll try them. Next thing I know, the whole plate's gone. She just whooped them up. She goes, this is so good. <laughs> I said, yep, second best fish and chips I've ever had. Besides Rose and Crown Pop, they are that good, dude. Really that good. But uh, now I'm excited. My birds have the weekend off. 
And I do like a lot of uh, Tampa Bay players. I like Mike Evans. I respect some of the other uh, Tampa Bay players, if you follow me. I respect zero Cowboys. Cowboys, to me, are pond scum, John. <laughs> you know, they are the thing that Cowboys wipe off their boots after they leave the stall, John. That's okay. what, that's what well, Cowboys right. Yeah, you know, I'll continue if you need me to. <laughs> well, you're talking about the Cowboys. Have you seen 1923 yet? I absolutely love 1923. Yeah, one of the best yeah. shows I've ever seen, John. I, I I'm digging the whole Harrison Ford uh, as a cowboy, and I really like the whole uh, Africa uh, thing. I mean, that is so cool. The uh, some beautiful cinematography and uh, some pretty intense scenes with elephants and lions. Yeah. So it was pretty good stuff. So. Yeah, I, I didn't like seeing his girlfriend roaming around the way she was, but I liked everything else, John. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, I got to get those brownie points, John. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that, right. Nobody heard that, right? No, but okay. no, that I show gotcha. is real. I like 1883 and 1923 better than I like Yellowstone. I think you're right. Uh, certainly 1923. 1883 I, I liked a lot, um, but I like this one more than that one, I think. So. Oh, me too. I, I really do. I mean, I like the American Indian story, though, in that one. I really like the way they yeah, made yeah, the that's Indian a, look. That's the that's thing that I've I've actually listened to and, and read stories about, and you don't get a lot of publicity about uh, the mistreatment of the um, Indians on the reservations at that time. So it's, I mean, I, I actually heard a news report a couple of months ago of, of them unearthing remains um, buried beneath some of those uh, schools. Um, so you know what they're showing there actually went on, which is just a scary, scary thing. And it was sanctioned by the U.S. government. Yeah. And that's not even – that's 100 years ago, you yeah. know, when we were doing things like this. So. Yeah, yeah. But the American Indian don't get any respect, John. You know what I'm saying? So, And I'm talking about the American Indian, both of them. Like I even like the story with Elsa with her, with the American Indian, and how they – it showed how – if you were good to them, they were good to you. They weren't savages that everybody called them. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. So I am, I'm really, I love 1923. I highly, highly recommend it. And Amazon Prime, uh, they're having a special, like $1.99 for a month or something like that to try. So I would highly recommend it just for that. So, but... No, I'm really enjoying that. That's very, very well written, John. And Harrison Ford is doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm liking Han Solo as a cowboy. Of yeah. course, I mean, Han Solo is a cowboy, yeah. honestly. He's just a space cowboy. Yeah. So. yeah, but what I like about it too, John, it's more realistic of this show. Is like The thing with Yellowstone is I, I don't see – I haven't heard many stories in Montana of people roaming around with – assault rifles in the mountains chasing each other it kind of reminded yeah. me of a little bit of sons of anarchy it's like can't you yeah, just go yeah. out on... a... i'm sorry but can't you just go out on a peaceful ride one day dude does every episode have to have somebody beating each other up am i wrong yeah and at the end of that one season now in the beginning of the next it was a little unrealistic with yes. them practically going to war yeah i mean i i think uh the atf fbi and uh, just about every abbreviated government uh, yes. uh organization would be all over that entire area if that was mm-hmm. that much uh machine gun fire in one little city yeah so, i mean you know. stop already i mean that yeah, that's yeah. the thing it's a, i watch it i enjoy it beth gets on my last nerve <laughs> I cannot stand her, dude. She's like so annoying. Oh, that's the thing here. I don't know if you if you have it in Jersey, but uh, 
um, the, all the country girls around here that think they're such um, badasses, they, they put that sticker on their car. I got a little Beth in me, so just stay, you know. Oh, Lord, have mercy, girl. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. yeah. I'd tell her, thanks for the warning. I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> Please stay away. Yeah. I mean, like her character, though. I mean, not her personally, but her character's so over the top. There's no way. You, yeah. You, like, stop already. That that's See, they're the things I don't like. That's how I even go off with comedies. Like, my favorite kind of comedies are like, True, like could be true. You under? I don't. I don't like outlandish stuff. Like, like uh, the guy on the like uh, the Hangover. Him on a roof for like four days. I mean, come on, dude. Passed out on a roof in the floor in this in the Vegas heat. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Like, like stuff like that. Just don't. Mike Tyson would roaming around Vegas with a lion. I mean, stop. I don't. <laughs> it ain't funny to me. Now, what's her face in in uh in bridesmaids? Uh, happened to go in the middle of the street. Now that was hysterical. <laughs> That's funny stuff right there. Yeah, but anywho, uh, what do we have here, John? The Epcot International Festival of the Arts kicked off. John gets underway at Walt Disney World. We got to get out and try some of that food, Johnny. Yeah, so a lot. Of, we did the menu. A lot of that sounds really good. I, I'm gonna review that with Lisa uh, at some point and see if. Maybe I don't know that you know the the thing about this one it only lasts what six weeks so I don't see us probably being able to get out there but well maybe nice at the end of her maybe right at the end of her treatment you could do a special endings yeah, yeah. for that yeah 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 no but no that uh that kicks off right now and then it's how to buy a figment bucket during the 2023 <laughs> I mean okay instructions do you. Yes. How how do I go to the bathroom at a Disney resort? Is that next, John? Uh, actually, there was an article on where to go. Oh, okay. I've seen those before. Yeah, okay. The best restaurants to, if you have to go. Yeah. There was a big article, too, that Disneyland rest, restrooms are so much cleaner than Walt Disney World ones are now. That was They compared. Could you imagine? It was an article on one of these two sites. They went to both every bathroom at both resorts and rated them, and Disneyland was way better than Walt Disney World. Now, could you imagine? Hey, baby, what are you doing? I'm going to tech check all the crappers in the East and the West Coast at Disney and Disney World, and uh, I'm going to do an article on it. Could you imagine, like, when you were born and your parents looked in your eyes and said, one day you're going to go up and write an article on the shitter? <laughs> I mean, you're a you're a toilet bowl checker. Yes, I mean, who would ever thought that was what you were going to end up doing? But anyhow, the figment popcorn bucket was a massive hit last year at the Festival of Arts, generating five-hour queues at Epcot and becoming an e eBay resale market extravaganza. This year, Disney will use mobile order in my Disney. <laughs> ay ay ay. In my Disney experience, the controlled demand during the festival pickup is at the Odyssey named Figment Inspiration Station. Guests can only submit one mover order daily for up to two buckets. John, I would make reservations for every day, and uh, I would make reservations for every single day and then go back and uh, get two buckets every day. What about you, John? Because... If, if, not me personally, but I'm sure that's what the people that sell these buckets are going to do, don't you think? Uh, probably, if you're an annual pass holder, I imagine you could get away with that. 
you know, I mean, I wouldn't have the time or the wherewithal to do that. But I'm, my point is, I was speaking as I bet you that's what they'll do. So. Yeah. Uh, if we live closer and I could get JJ in every day, yeah, it might have crossed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, it says Figment Popcorn Bucket re price remains at $25, including Rainbow Popcorn and an Epcot 40th neck strap. So. Uh, it goes. On the day of your visit, Epcot, open your My Disney Experience app. Tap the plus icon and select order food. Choose an available mobile order arrival window for Epcot Souvenir release. During the arrival window, select I'm here, prepare, prepare my order. When you receive your notification that your order is ready, go to the mobile pickup window at the Odyssey building and it's telling you it's between Test Track and the Mexican Pavilion. If you don't know that, you don't deserve the bucket, in my opinion, John. That that big empty building over there that they really should do something with other yes. than making it a figment pickup spot. Yeah, that might be the biggest waste of space. Like, I wish they'd have spent all the money on those stupid barges to turn that into a sports bar. Here you go. Or some kind of restaurant, dude. International food fair or something. Yes, yeah. like we talked about. Have change it out year-round with Maryland crab cakes and... Ireland, you know, different uh, pub stuff, and you know what I'm saying, John? Uh, Nor different Norwegian food for the seasons and stuff like that instead of having that dead space in there all the time. I just don't get it. So You and me both. It is one of the biggest real estate wastes out there. I mean, you know, you don't like Tom Sawyer's Island and uh, Tomorrowland Speedway, but at least they're, they're something there. Yeah. You know, I mean, Odyssey is just, that's just a waste of space. Okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll agree with you on this. Like, I don't. Tom Sawyer's Island is. It, yeah, it's fine. I get why it was made, but it makes no sense to me now wasting the space that it does because it could be so much more. Like, I bet if you went to the park and stood up front and asked, uh, surveyed 100 children and asked them under the age of 10 or 12, 12, under 12 years old, who the hell Tom Sawyer is, none of them yeah. would have a clue, do you think? I would say 20% of them would know who Tom Sawyer at least. If they I'll, okay, I'll go one further. If they never visited the park, I don't think they would know who Tom Sawyer is. If they if they're educated, I mean, it's still a book that's taught in elementary school and middle school. So. Not I I don't hear any of my grandkids or any I and, I'm going to do that today. I'm going to ask my bro. I'm going to call my godson's kids, the three of them, and I'm going to see if any of them ever heard of Tom Sawyer. I bet you neither of the three have. One right, twelve. No, don't I won't. Coach him no, no, no. No, I'm gonna. I'll All call. Right. No, I'm gonna call. Uh, matter of fact, I'll just ask my godson, Donnie. Have you ever heard them speak at all of Tom Sawyer? Because I haven't. When I see them, I hear nothing. I hear Mickey. I hear Bugs. I hear Buzz Lightyear. I hear Woody. I hear Bugs Bunny. I hear a lot of things. I have never heard Tom Sawyer out of any of them. Any of the kids that I work on jobs or in their house, I never even hear. Tom Sawyer or Huckleberry Finn from anybody. So I don't know. It's a it's an American classic. I mean, uh, Mark Twain and Samuel uh, Clemens is is uh, it's a literal liter literary icon. Him and Huckleberry Finn. I mean, those are important books. So well, I don't even I, I think, don't I, and I'm not even being wrong. I mean, getting like to disagree with you. I would think with the way a lot of the teachings is now, I don't see that being on their reading genre. I, I could even see that being banned in some areas right now. Well, Huckleberry Finn has certainly been banned because yes. it has. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it, but it, 
it's the same thing as To Kill a Mockingbird. I mean, it, it, if you read the book, you, you get the point. I mean, you know. I'm not saying so. it's wrong, John, but we're not allowed to teach any of that anymore, John. All you can yeah. do is still is teach about how horrible Indians are. That's it. Any other thing is, is a problem now. But, yeah, they, uh, no, they don't teach. I don't think any schools even, I don't see any teachers under the age of 30 even bringing that up in, in, in grammar schools is even talking about Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. Daniel Boone, Davy Crockett, I'm sure all that stuff's banned, John. Davy yeah, Crockett, but... do you see the raccoon hat? He was mean to the raccoons, and you can't talk about that. He didn't like squirrels either. We cannot have little Timmy know that something happened to a squirrel. <laughs> you know, what if little Timmy wants to be called squirrel, John? We can't have that. <laughs> That's the way we are right now, and I'm sorry, but you know what I'm saying? I, not that there's anything wrong with that. If you go ahead, be called squirrel. But that's the problem now, John. <laughs> yeah, pick, uh, Doug fighting for the rights to be called it. Whatever rodent you want to yeah. be called it. Yeah, that's up to you. I woke up this morning. She wants to be called squirrel, and he's rooster. I don't know what the he watched Top Gun. Now he's rooster. I don't know what the there you go. There you go. It's just it, it's crazy out there right now, John. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, if you want your figment bucket. <laughs> Get on my Disney experience, but the point I was well, getting we go around, down some rabbit holes, don't yeah, we? <laughs> yeah, but the point I was getting at, Tom Sawyer's Island. I loved it as a kid. You love Tom Sawyer, and I can tell you have because every time we bring it up, it it touches a spot on you. It means a lot to you. I get it, but to any of our the generation now, they I don't think they could care less about. It. I think that could be used for more. The problem I have with the Speedway, I like the Speedway because it's authentic to the park, so I really don't want it going. The thing I don't like about it is the whole hypocrisy of Disney with being against gas but having these cars. It makes no sense to me. That's the only reason. To me, I would never get... It's fine. But if you want to be all politically correct and make me wear a mask, but you have these people working on this ride, they, they probably get toxic, toxic fumes all day long if you're a gas member there. Yeah, that's supposed to be one of the worst gigs out there is... Uh, you, in the middle of the summer, you're standing on them cars, breathing exhaust for three, four hours at a time without a break. So, yeah, it's got to be a little rough. I don't know why they haven't, like, e uh, either approached Tesla or Tesla approached them with trying to make those all electric cars. I think that would be pretty cool. Hey, John, don't talk about Tesla because our whole show will be shut down. If you put yeah. Tesla in that park right now, you would have people losing their mind about Tesla there, John. So don't even go there. I mean, Eli Musk is like the anti-you-know-what right now, John. So don't even talk about it. a Tesla going in the parks. You got every celebrity on the planet now wanting to sell their Teslas, John. Oh, well, I, I, miss, I missed that one. So. Yeah, that's right. the point. That Well, since he's bought Twitter, he's the Antichrist, John. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's great. It's crazy. Uh, and speaking of stars, I'll go back to it. But, but let me finish with my rant, though. I like the Speedway because it's been there since the day I went there. So I'm happy with that. I mean, I wouldn't mind it if it was changed, but I don't prance that it's a waste of space. Tom Sawyer Island's a waste of space, and the Odyssey is. And I would say Tom Sawyer's Island even more than the Odyssey. At least I, you know, I, at least I go to the bathroom every once in a while in the Odyssey. I haven't been to Tom Sawyer's Island in 20 years. I probably go over there every second or third time I go to the Magic Kingdom. 
Uh, it just holds a lot of fond memories for me. So yeah, well, I, I understand that, that people don't care for it and stuff like that. But I remember running around there playing. I mean, that was one of my favorite spots when I was a 10-year-old kid was going over to that fort and acting like you're shooting the kid people on the roller coaster. So. No, I, I get it, John. I'm all, I, I, I hear you. I get exactly what you're saying because there's so many spots at that park that I have that same kind of memory with. It's just Brenda getting her on those barges to go across the rafts, you know, and ain't that ain't a lot of yeah, fun for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, especially when you get on there with uh, a bunch of kids or irritable that the parents are uh, more worried about paying attention to their own phone and their own life than worried about keeping their kids under control. Or you got to hear them yell, stand over here, stand over here, stand, <laughs> watch it. You know what I'm saying? It's just... It's not worth the aggravation for the what you get when you get over there. But that sounds like every bus that I drive, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. uh, Doug, you know, uh, uh, you've told the story several times about your uh, uh, your godson being down with you at Disney at a certain time. It's that time. Cheerleaders everywhere all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> but I, I've noticed something today, and I started to think about it. I have never seen a group of cheerleaders at Walt Disney World that more than eight of them when there wasn't one girl in a cast of some sort. Must, you must get injured so much doing Dude, that sport. We watch that show Cheer on Netflix. Those girls are better athletes than football players, John. Girls and, and guys. They, the group. And they must constantly be hurt, getting them Dude, hurt because I swear. Watch that show I, Cheer on Netflix. I watched it with my wife. It's a docu-series. Dude, the way they fall and hit the mat and break their arms and knees and back, they are getting busted up. Like, they have ice packs coming out, growing out of their ears, John. That's how messed up they get. Yeah, it's a dangerous, dangerous sport, dude. I think there's more injuries in cheerleading than there is in football. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, I see the Pee Wee football team uh, kids out here, too, and uh, you know, there's not nearly as many broken bones on them. Well, <laughs> on these cheer well, that's what cracks you up. They make the football players wear all these pads, and then they'll throw a little 110-pound girl 75 <laughs> feet in the air. feet in the air. And, yeah, exactly. and drop her. Oh. Oops, try it again. Oh, you did it wrong. Do over. Oh, she broke her leg. Replacement. Toss her Next. in the air. N Next one we're going to toss. Yeah, they don't care, John. I'll tell you what, dude. We watched, uh, me and my wife, my mother-in-law, we watched him. Speaking of celebrities that I went into, dude, they are the biggest blowhards and fool of themselves. We watch the Golden Globes, and you would literally think every one of them cured cancer up there, John. I, I mean, could you imagine at the end of your shift, hey, Roy, come on over here. I have to say thanks to you. You drove the bus the best I've ever driven the bus. Driving around property with you every day is an honor, Rod. I mean, it's amazing. The way you make a left turn, I've never seen. The way you flow the bus around the city. And Tommy, the way you greet people on your bus there. Oh my God, I couldn't do it. I mean, these people act like they got the hardest job and they are they sit there and blow smoke up each other's, you know what, so much. I. I have no. I mean, it is so disgusting what they. I, it, it. I watch it and my head wants to explode, John. I. I can. I can see that. And yet you watch the show every. every yes. Because I have to complain about them, John. I. Need, <laughs> I cannot. It's like I watching. I haven't watched the Emmys or the or the Grammys or to, the uh, or any of those things in years and years and years. But. To me, it's like watching a NASCAR car wreck. It's it. It's. <laughs> I gotta see the carnage of it. I just can't believe the way. 
And then they then then they're up there and the girl starts playing the piano and they'll tell her to shut up and the whole crowd laughs. Like if somebody told you to shut up, you'd want you're discriminating. You're being mean to me. Uh, kitty cat up here does not like the way you're speaking to me, but they can tell each other to shut up. It makes no sense to me, John. I'm just sitting here watching it like, what planet are you on and where do I, where did you come from that you feel that important that you have to brag about yourself that bad? Nobody, nobody got slapped? No, but it was funny though. Eddie okay. Murphy, Eddie Murphy got the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which he should have got years ago because I love Eddie Murphy. You like Eddie Murphy? Yes, I think Yeah, I think he's hysterical. I mean, uh, whatever he did with feet or whatever, that's his business, John. It's not mine. But <laughs> hearsay, whatever, allegedly. But he gets up there and he goes, uh, the three at the end of it, he goes, three things I learned. One, pay your taxes. Two, mind your own business. And three, keep your blank and name, keep Will Smith's wife blank and name out of your mouth. <laughs> That was, that was the best part of the whole show, John. Because <laughs> he gets yeah, it. He sense. didn't take it serious, if you get what I'm saying. Yep. Yep. You know, it was, but yeah, these celebrities, man. It, it'll it get me to the day I die that the guy who plays the cop as a, as an actor gets $20 million, but the actual cop that saved the person's life or, or got the criminal gets could barely pay his health insurance, his secondary health insurance, supplement health insurance when he retires. You know what I mean? Well, do you think uh, Tom Hanks made a little more money than the the actual pilot that landed the airplane in the Hudson? Oh, 100%. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, of course. No. So. The one that really got me, too, was, and Tom Hanks, I always liked Tom, I like Forrest Gump the whole night. But when him and Steven Spielberg made Saving Private Ryan and then had the you-know-whats to come on television asking for donations to build the statue down there, I would have, I could have took both of them in a room and gave them what for. I mean, literally... The money that they made off the American soldier and all that other stuff, they couldn't have put the million dollars up between them. They had asked me and you to donate to put that statue up, John. Of course. I mean, this, the, 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 I, I just don't understand how you're that cheap and, and you could do that. Like, build it. You made all this money off a, a story of, of a soldier's life, and then you're going to ask for money to put a statue up? What scumbags, John? Uh, dude, did you see this? There, have you been seeing this going on? Has it made any traffic? They're actually redoing the outside of Space Mountain. I guess they're doing that. So when the whole Tron thing opens up, that whole area is 100% new? Uh, I didn't notice anything. I had a contemporary a couple of times. I had the poly today. So, um, no, I didn't see anything going on over there. But it, it, what are they just repainting it or they kind of up the scaffolding type stuff? Yeah, they're supposed to be redoing the Space Mountain exterior refurbishment is underway. So they're redoing the whole outside of the building. I guess they're just cleaning up the paint, replacing any of the, you know, the metal structure part of it, the roofing that needs to be done. You know what I'm saying? They're bringing it right. off to date, I guess. So. I'm guessing they want to try, which makes sense, if they get this done, that and Tron will be under repair now on the same schedule throughout the years. If that makes okay. sense. Cause they're all, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, because it's all like right there together. So I'm sure in the future they'll redo and repaint the outsides of them at the same time. So they both come up for maintenance at the same time of the year. Right. 
Right, so they don't have to move the scaffolding a whole lot. Yes, that's what I would think. But, uh, complimentary Dumbo annual pa pass holder magnet coming soon to Epcot, John. You guys go out to Flower, I mean, to uh, Festival of the Arts, you'll get a free Dumbo uh, magnet. No, I don't have an annual pass anymore. Oh, well, you're, you, well, that's right, because you get all the park passes now again from the... You actually do get what you were supposed to get from the beginning, which is good. There you go. Yeah. Uh, how cold is it down there, Johnny? Uh, yesterday, uh, rest of this week, it's been like in the 40s in the morning and then uh, warming up into the mid-70s. Today, it was warm this morning, rained for about three and a half hours, and now a front pushing through. So tomorrow, actually, is a high of 54 and a low of about 36 and Sunday is a high of 62 and a low of 38, something like that. So a little brief, little chill down for the weekend. Yeah, the reason I brought up is his lower temperatures closed Blizzard Beach and the water parks this week. So Yeah, they'll be closed tomorrow and Sunday. I had, I had Blizzard Beach on, uh, what was that, Wednesday. I did, I think, 12 runs between lunch and dinner and uh uh, from Animal Kingdom to Blizzard Beach, and I think I took a total of maybe 18 people all day, and I think um, so. <laughs> it's not exactly. I mean, when you got a high of 68, I guess from Canada. I. It's the first time I lost you the whole way home, John. Doing it. Hey, John. Yes. That was the first time I lost you. So what were you saying? I guess if you were in Canada, you wouldn't feel that cold? Uh, Canada or Minnesota. Minnesota. You know, you, you know, Minnesota. You could go swimming. But uh, otherwise, even people from Jersey aren't going swimming in that. So, uh, you know, it's just a little too chilly. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the, the pools are heated and stuff, but still you get out, you climb up to the top of the uh, slide, and the wind's blowing. Yeah, it's going to be a little chilly. Yeah. Nah, to me, it's, when it's that kind of weather, it's absolutely perfect. Perfect. Why do I want to ruin it by going in the water? <laughs> it's perfect to be at Epcot, not necessarily go swimming. That's for sure. So. No, it's per but it is perfect weather. That that's oh, yeah. my, that's some of the best time I had times I've had down there was in February, and it was like 60, 55, 60 when you wear your hoodie. It's yep. good times. And a lot of people stay home because they're too cold. They leave the park early. Not me. Slinky Dog's pretty cool when it's 50 degrees out, John. Yes, it's a whole yes, different animal. No pun intended. You know, uh, today would have been a great day to go to uh, Hollywood Studios. I was talking to some people that were leaving because it was, it was raining all morning. And so a lot of people didn't get out and get going until about 11, 11.30. And they were telling me when they left, they rode... Uh, Rises the resistance twice. The line was only 30 minutes. That's incredible, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been a good day to. I mean, if you can get out there and 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 don't mind getting wet, you really could have got some stuff done. So. No, I. I'd be all in for that. I'd be in for that. I mean, what's to go outside for a second? You know, it ain't gonna get you wet, wet, right? No, it would have got you wet, wet this morning. It was pouring, and oh, you would have, okay. it would have taken a while to get to the get to there and stuff like that. But yeah, if you could have got accustomed to it or had a nice poncho or something. I saw a poor family. At, well, I wouldn't say poor. They're at Disney, so they're not poor. But anyhow, they made the decision of of bringing everybody out, including the double wide stroller and the uh, grandma and the scooter. And they're all trying to cover up. It's pouring rain. It's 7:30 in the morning. I think I would have slept in. 
but that's me. So. I remember them days of my dad on the scooter at uh, Hollywood Studios, and he had his uh, poncho on. He looked like flying Superman. He'd be flying so fast, the poncho would be blowing behind him. It looked like his cape, John. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what it looked like this morning. So yeah. the wind blowing, yeah. yeah. It looked like his cape, but it was awesome. Uh, yeah, I went over to the Polynesian this morning, and I'm picking up, and uh, I, there's people getting on the bus at like 7:15. It's pouring rain. I'm thinking, man, if I was staying here, I think I would have called room service for another press pot of Kona coffee and went back to bed. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's okay. But nah, I hear you, Johnny. Uh, there's dedicated people, that's for sure. So. Well, if you only get down there once every so many years, you know, you try yeah. to make every yeah. minute count, especially when you're paying $120 a day for tickets. So. Yeah, and if you're staying at the Paula, you're paying, what, $500 a night, $400? Yeah. God forbid. Yeah. Uh, Mark Parker named the new chairman of Walt Disney World Company, John. You hear about this? No, I did not. Yeah. Well, it's a big story. Disney has announced that Mark Parker, Parker, Disney director since 2016 and executive chairman of Nike, will succeed Susan Arnold as independent chairman following annual meeting of shareholders. So... He was involved with Nike and always been with Disney since 2016, so he's taken over at the parks. I'm not going to get into the whole story because it's political, and we don't know which one of these idiots will be good or bad for us. Right, John? There you go. Not a clue. So. Oh, did you hear about this one, John? And and a lot of people I've read about it online, a lot of people are against it. It's not 100% being done, but they're really... Uh, it's been rumors for a while, longer than I've realized until this article came out but universal targets disney's core audience and announces plans to open a new theme park in texas specifically designed for families with young children john yeah i had heard rumors about it i didn't know it i mean there's stuff that pops up all the time about disney in texas or disney here or there so it's the first one i heard about universal but i i guess it's supposed to be pretty true huh Yep, there's some people in the area in Texas that don't want it, but it sounds like tough uh, sledding. You're you know, either you deal with it or move because it looks like it's going in. And hey, dude, I'm all for it because the more competition, the better. Am I wrong? You're absolutely right. There, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how we got away from uh, just better things coming to the parks because there for a while after uh, Harry Potter opened it. Universal, uh, Disney was just creating new, better stuff, you know, Avatar, yeah. uh, Flight of Passage, uh, uh, Star Wars Land, and all that kind of stuff, but then all of a sudden we, we delved into this whole uh, Genie Plus and all that crap, but I mean, we obviously, I don't think Disney would have had, Ava they wouldn't have done uh, Pandora, they wouldn't have done uh, Black Spire Outpost, Star Wars Land, they wouldn't have done Tron, they wouldn't have done Guardians of the Galaxy if it wasn't for the success of uh, Harry Potter Land at Universal. So, yeah, competition breeds uh, greatness. So, yeah, the more competition you can get, the better. And maybe that'll uh, wake Disney up and, and make them uh, uh, realize who their core audience is and placate them a little more. So, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I wish they would do something like Georgia or somewhere else, too. I mean, I was hoping, believe it, I was hoping Colonial Williamsburg would do more. You know what I'm saying? They're in Virginia. Because there was rumors yeah. they were supposed to buy. And then there was the rumors of that Disney park that was supposed to be about, you know, 
the revolution and and American history. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to be about that. Yeah. Whole time. Well, that was that was the uh, that was the residents that uh, ended up knocking that one out. Yep. I mean, they became such a, a nuisance that Disney eventually went, now, okay, never mind. We just don't want to deal with that. So, yeah, it ended yeah. up coming up to some sacred ground that was around there or something like that that stopped it. It was some kind of loophole that the residents pulled that got it to stop. But it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think something about the battlefield or something. Yeah, see, yeah, sacred ground. There was sacred ground yeah. somewhere. But uh, despite exit from... Exit of Bob Chapik, Disney Parks head Josh Stinkin' DeMarco continues to back theme park reservations in latest interview. It keeps going back and forth. Our buddy Bob's son, Joseph's getting ready. He's going down next month, and Bob was hoping the day be done by then, but it doesn't look that way, John. No, I don't know. I, I, they pre prolong this stupid crap. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Because I had, I was, I was booking a trip the other day, and one of the cast members was defending it. It, it, it kind of allows us to give the guests the best experience. I said, no, it doesn't. I said, I've been there during reservations. The parks are just as crowded. I, I, it didn't knock down any crowds to me. And I said, what it takes away is, what really sucks is when I book a $5,000 trip to go for a week, four months out, three months, whenever I can start booking a month out, I don't know where I want to be until I get there that week. John, do you really know what park you want to... When you go for a week's vacation, do you want to have every day planned for a park? I usually do, but that doesn't mean I want to stay to that plan. No, I always like to fly by the seat of my pants at some point. You Dude, know, so. there's been so many times, and this is the reason I gave her. If you're down there for five days, say September, right, or seven days, and you're watching the weather, watching the weather, watching the weather, and you book your reservation for the trip. Well, all of a sudden, two days pop up that you have, and one of the days is scheduled to be, or two of the days that you're scheduled to be at the Animal Kingdom, and those two days are supposed to be not a cloud in the sky and 97 degrees. And then you see two other days on that trip were overcast and 88. Which two days would you want to be at Animal Kingdom, John? What's that? I lost you, John. What was that? I'll take the overcast days for Animal Kingdom. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. You have no spontaneity anymore. I mean, there's so many times, and I know you and Lisa have done this. We're going to the Animal... I mean, we're going to Magic Kingdom tomorrow night. And then next thing you know, you guys are at Epcot. Am I wrong? Of course. So that's the beauty of a Disney trip. I mean, could you imagine if you're in New York City and you're told... If you want to go on 3rd Street, you need to make reservations, 5th Street. Like, who the hell goes on a vacation and has to tell you every what, every minute of your day is planned, John? Yep. It's, it's aggravating. I keep telling my guests this, and, they, dude, that's the biggest pushback. Like, you're telling me I got to know where I'm going to be? I just thought you bought the tickets, and then we decide the week of where we're going. No, that ain't how it works no more. Uh, by the way, what's your bathroom schedule? They want to know that too, because they want to keep the bathrooms down. Yeah, you got to poop at two, four, and six. It's just ridiculous. Uh, Ready, Ready Creek Improvement District discusses long-term land use at Walt Disney World, which includes additional theme parks. So Universal already making them think about another theme parks, John. Well, that I mean that that. One area out there on the other side of the cast member parking lot for the Magic Kingdom. That's been rumored for uh, ever. That was supposed to be uh, Villain Land. 
So I'll, I'll see. I don't know what would the fifth gate would be if they ever open a fifth gate. Would it be villain land or would it be something else? So. Well, hopefully, what I'm hoping is eventually they'll get that bullcrap with Universal straightened out where they can just do a Marvel land. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be the ideal, wouldn't it? Because how much could they do with that? They could do a Marvel land. You could have every kind of ride imaginable, John. Yes. Yeah, you could. I wish what Disney would do is buy DC. Then they could swap DC to Universal for Marvel. And then, <laughs> and then Universal could take the DC stuff and uh, switch Superhero Island and Island Adventure to all DC characters. And then uh, give away all the Marvel back to Disney. That would that would work out the best. Yeah, I mean, Let's I just I just don't understand how this ironclad. I mean, in this day and age, it don't seem like any law holds except for we cannot allow you to use Marvel. It seems. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, how's this the one ironclad uh, clause, right? Yes. Yeah. Every other thing. Oh yeah. Well, I just borrowed two hundred million. I'm not paying it. But we can't use Marvel. I don't get it. Uh, of note of long-term land use plan, which includes more hotel rooms, two additional minor theme parks, water parks, and one additional major theme park. The updated plan is expected to be released in this February next month, which will provide interesting, provide interesting insight into the future possibilities of Walt Disney World. Uh, I'm skipping through some stuff. Ready Creep and Ready Creep. <laughs> Ready Creek Improvement District oversees land use of environmental protection within the district and provides essential public services within its boundaries of four theme parks, two water parks, sports complex, 175 land, lane miles of roadway, 67 miles of waterway. So, anyway, 40,000 hotel rooms and hundreds of restaurants and retail stores. So, anyhow, Disney. Next month, they'll be announcing what their future plans are, which we're excited to hear about, John. Yeah, that would be interesting. So, what else do we have here, John boy? Uh, I don't know what else we have. I'm going through the other one right now. Barges are going away. Barges are going away. Happy days are here again. John, I'm so... Uh, that was the best... And, and what I loved about it was all the emails and tweets I got about... Hey, Grumpy, you're happy about this, aren't you? <laughs> I can imagine. Everybody knew you hated them barges more than anything in the world. So. Yeah, well, I, I didn't say too much about it, John. You know, I was kind of subdued at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kept it dumbed down low. Yeah. yeah, you know, I keep things in, John. I don't really complain that much. But uh, the Craftsman Courtyard returned with a reduced menu. What's this about, John? Craftsman Courtyard. Yeah, my God, this plate this looks so small. It's returning the second year at Epcot's Festival of the Arts. The Craftsman Courtyard, this food studio, revamped its menu this year with only one item returning and adopting some popular dishes from other food studios, creating almost an entirely new menu. Uh, so... The beef Wellington was on there, and then the cast iron roasted PEI mussels and the sautéed tomato garlic and herb. I mean, they liked it, but you should see, John, I mean, the the plate for the mussels really looks small. What, do you get two mussels? Yeah, maybe three. 
and a piece Oof. of bread. Let me see what they said about it. Uh, the PEI mussels that were served steamed to seem to be undercooked, and many of the shells were weren't open. The mussels that had opened up were very nice. The dish doesn't taste very fishy, and the mussels soak up the tomato flavor. The garlic toast served with the offering was very crispy and a strong garlic taste. So they kind of liked it when they opened. Uh, the new brew dog. It's uh, that new ale. They kind of like that too, John. I'm sure you would like to try that. I'm sure I would. And what else do we have here, John? Just trying to get to the latest and greatest news. Latest and greatest. Salted caramel soft serve looks really good. The 20, the International Festival of Refreshment Outpost has added a few items, and they have this salted caramel soft serve. I would like to try that, John. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm a fan of salted caramel. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, and it's not oversweet. You know what I mean? It doesn't look, it usually isn't. I, I can't say I didn't have this, but it looks really good. I'm in for that. What else we have here, John Boy? Figment pictures everywhere. Figment, figment, popcorn bucket, figment. Uh, Tree of Life is undergoing repainting. So they're sprucing up the tree beginning January 15th. So this weekend they're going to start that, which I love my Tree of Life, John. Don't get much better than the Tree of Life, does it? It's a good afternoon. No, I love it. Temperature like today, walking around the Tree of Life looking at animals. Yeah, don't get much better than that. Did you, uh, have you seen any of the new, uh, they haven't started that series yet on, uh, Disney Plus. I'm really looking forward to that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, they're advertising it pretty heavy behind Animal Kingdom. Um, they got the billboards up and everything for the cast members, so, uh, yeah, because now we have, uh, Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN for free. Thank you. How about that? We got something. Don't have a raise, but here you go. It so. does work, too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't, do you have commercials? Yes. Oh, that sucks. They can't even give you commercial free, those jerks. Nah. It's something about it, dude. It, the, the worst commercials of all, though, and we've said this a million times, are the freaking YouTube ones. I mean, it seems like there's a commercial every 30 seconds sometimes. Yeah, they're pretty bad. And they repeat the same commercial. That's the problem I have with Hulu. It's just commercial. It's the same one every break. Oh, absolutely. And I'm just so tired of all the medical commercials, John. It's like, stop already. Leave me alone. Camp Lejeune? Yeah. Camp Lejeune? Yeah. Were you stationed at Camp Lejeune? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it sucks, John. All of them. Uh, did you see, we were speaking to Tron earlier, all the, like, all the annual pass reservation reach capacity for that. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, how are you already booking for April, John? I mean, really. I, I mean, really, you can book this far in advance. So, I mean, it's not fair to the people. Like, you're telling me you're doing Like, John, if you have a trip planned for April, do you really honestly know what parks you want to be at? Not a clue. No, it's just aggravating. And speaking of aggravating, what the hell's going on with the FAA, dude? I mean, <laughs> I'm definitely not flying down when I come down. I'm driving my butt down there, John. Uh, between them and Southwest, I, I don't, I wouldn't get near an airplane right now until they get all of that sorted out. And they're saying, 
And from what I've, I, I, of course, you know, you hear that that morning and you're thinking it's some kind of cyber uh, yeah. terrorist attack or something. But no, no, it's just outdated software. Seriously. Well, outdated <laughs> software. And they also mentioned this morning or late last night a disgruntled employee might have done it. Okay. And, <laughs> and shouldn't there be a failsafe? <laughs> yeah, but how big of a moron can you be? Supposedly, only eight people in the whole world have access to this. So I, I even think. Uh, uh, the Pink Panther, the Inspector Pink Panther, can figure out, <laughs> or Mister well, Bean. How about, not, how about how about not pissing off those eight people? All right. Yes. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Seriously. But I think even Mister Bean could get to the bottom <laughs> of that, don't you, John? Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, eight people. Process of elimination. Yeah. Here. I mean, Let's see. Uh, I think we'll figure this one out. Who got fired yesterday? Bingo. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's at everything that happened, the big news day of Walt Disney World. But, yeah, thank God that I'm so happy that the, the, the no longer paying for parking, dude. That was one of the money grabs that really, really sucked. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, there's been a couple, and that one's, that one's just atrocious. So, and, and, Doug, you know what? If they put 10 or $15 onto a room that I, I buy in a cut, that's fine. Just don't let me I don't want to say it, dude. You know? Yeah, exactly. Again, uh, nickel and diming crap is what drove me drives me crazy. It's my whole a la carte argument. Yeah. Yeah. If if you charge me all in one price, yeah, all in one. Please. If you charge me sixty five dollars for my meal and it's a flight and I buy it with everything, I chose to, and it doesn't bother me. But when I get charged forty for the steak, twenty for the ten for the potato and ten for for the side of beans i just it for some reason it just blows my mind john what about you yeah and it's hard to i mean a, a steak you can usually justify the price you know okay it's a good piece of meat somebody's cooking it correctly you know all that uh but asparagus for twelve dollars yeah. i mean come on yeah. you know it's hard to justify and, yeah. and, and and you're the chef you're supposed to pick my sides i'm paying you all this money because you're telling me what a great meal is I, I, I shouldn't be sitting there to decide if I want the cauliflower or the Brussels sprouts. You tell me what goes better with this. But I don't know. It's the same thing with the room. I know what the room is, but when you get there and, and, and you start charging me for all this extra crap after I already paid you $300 a night, I don't want to hear it, John, or 400 a night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is good news, too. Uh, happily Ever After will return to the Magic Kingdom on April 3rd. I like Happily Ever After, don't you? Yeah, yeah, there was some uh, some of the girls that I worked with on the Pirates. Uh, they were crying about it. They, they were so happy with that show. So they were they were ecstatic, over the moon to see that show come back. So yes, I am too. I I will admit I cried a little bit. Not as much as I cried when I heard Epcot Forever is confirmed to return to Walt Disney World April, and the barges are leaving, John. <laughs> so Epcot Forever is coming back. That's the interim show. So what's our new show going to be? Well, they have rumors. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> it's supposed to be a new show for the, uh, for the, uh, it's the interim show. Yeah. Hold on, let me read. i get the facts straight here. Disney has announced that Epcot Forever will return at Walt Disney World as an intern show on April 3rd, 2023. Those barges are, so, even with all the stuff on the barges, they're ugly, dude. It's like putting lipstick on a pig. It just doesn't look good. 
harmonious. And they never worked correctly. They yeah. never they never were the fountains they were supposed to be and all that crap. So. Yes, it was disgusting, dude. Harmonious will have its final performance on April 2nd, 2023. Uh, anyhow, it says, Originally developed as an intern show to be performed between the reflections on Earth and Harmonious, Epcot Forever required little specific hardware and specified hardware in the lagoon, relying primarily on mobile launch platforms that can be brought in and out of the lagoon each day. No crap, that is why we like, that's what we like. Uh, the first version of Epcot Forever was debuted on October 1st, 2019, featured fireworks and stunt kites, and played until Walt Disney World closure in 2020. The show, I, and that was okay, but it was no illumination, but Anything's better than having those barges. The show resumed on July 1st, 2021, as the fireworks returned to Walt Disney World after the pandemic shutdown. The second version dropped the stunt kites, but added a few more fireworks. The last performance was September 28, 2021, making way for Harmonious on September 29th. Is Harmonious the most spent money and the least time lasted of anything ever in the park? I think it might be, John. I think so. Uh, Alien Encounter was an expensive project, but I think that lasted at least four, three or four years. There was a, a Stitch stage show that was supposedly only ran one day. That was supposed to be horrible. The Chainsaw Guys, that was bad, but I don't think that was all that expensive. Dude, what um, they paid those guys, one the lights on one barge cost more than they made for their entire run of the show. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else was has been a, 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 a just a massive flop. I guess probably the uh, the fireworks show at uh, Magic Kingdom that they're getting rid of and bringing back uh, um, happily yeah, ever after. So. Yeah, but none of that cost the money of putting these stupid yeah, barges in order. I can't imagine any of, any of that costing as much as the barges did. Do you know so, what it yeah, just cost to mount them in the water? Yeah. I, dude, I would give anything. I would pay good money to sit there and laugh at whoever the idiot was that designed this. That has to stay. I would like to stand right next to them laughing as they're dismounting these from the bottom of that lagoon. Yeah, the amount of scrap metal. I mean, what else are you going to do with them things? So that's a lot of scrap metal going to a scrapyard here somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it's just. That was the most. Dude, honestly. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen at Disney, those barges. I mean, literally, the first day I went there, I know I'm redundant, repeating myself over the top, but I literally thought Darth Vader landed and was taking over Epcot. Uh, Stargate. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. Uh, Walt Disney World pass holders will soon be able to visit parks at selected times without a park reservation, John. That's going to be starting after 2 p.m. They can just show up, John. So that's good. So that that would make me when I moved there be able to go get my gelato with Brenda. Well, uh, hopefully that means that we can just do the same thing too. You know, I mean, if I get off at three thirty and I want to go visit a park before yes. I go home for an hour, uh, hopefully I can run in there. But we'll see. Yeah, hopefully we could do a show or two from you being there. That would that be nice? Yes. You can go and get a couple popcorn buckets, John. Maybe that's the case. Hey. You should try I'm that sure, one day, John. I'm sure Lisa would love a popcorn bucket, so maybe I'll maybe mm -hmm. I'll try to get in there and get one. Beginning in the next few months, so it's saying any time in the next month or two, it should happen. Hopefully, uh, Walt Disney World to resume 
the parking complimentary parking at its resorts that was january 10th guys so no more charge for parking thank god there you go and this is good but bad i don't like it just get rid of it but genie plus will now include the photo pass where you get free pictures of like you can't use the the photo pass photographers but you get the free pictures on all the rides well at least it's a little something yeah just do away with it disney it's wrong like this is just con trying to put patches on it they know it's not they dude if they know that we hated the barges didn't want parking the refillable mugs are pissing us off they don't know that we hate genie plus i don't know anybody have you talked to anybody that is a true Disney fan. I'm not talking about the person that just showed up at the parks for the first time. But have you ever spoken to a true Disney fan that didn't prefer Fast Pass over Genie Plus? No, of course not. Fast Pass was free, so of, of course uh, everybody preferred that. But so. even this paying for it, but no, have you met anybody that feels like it's worth it? I don't. It, it, oh, it's I've, added I've, more I've, aggravation than I've, anything. I, I know there were some people that, that said they probably wouldn't have went without it, but at the same time... Doesn't mean I it's mean, worth it. Yeah, at least the Fast Pass was free, so... You know, it's, it's, just, it's just stupid. But that's about all I have. The barges are gone, and happy times, and I'm actually rooting for Tom Brady, and take that as you want. <laughs> And now I picked up a. They might win now because I picked up a Tuesday morning shift, so I won't be able to watch the entire game. So. Oh well. They may win. They may win since I won't be watching. So. Well, I I think they might win because the Cowboys will lose too. Yeah, the Toronto the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Dallas Cowboys are the two teams that they managed to look so good all the, all season and then just they poop all over themselves when they get in the playoffs. So. I just, not a fan, John. Not a fan at all. I just, uh, it, it, that game's going to be like, I mean, if both teams could lose, I'd be happy. But, no, but the, I'm only kidding. Really, I'd be happy for you. I, I mean, right now, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping Seattle knocks off the Niners and we get to play the Seahawks. That's what I'm rooting for right now, John. Mm, yeah, I don't know if I'll see that happen. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if Geno Smith is going to be able to beat the 49ers, but we'll no. see. The only thing that's positive is is Brock Purdy looks great, but uh, he is a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. A different animal going into the playoffs. And, and say what you will about Pete Carroll, he is a good football coach. Yeah, he is. He's he been around a while, and, and as we all know, just like any other sport, which is I don't agree with, but every sport changes from the regular season to the playoffs. Things uh, they let them play a little bit more usually. Uh, baseball, the strike zone seems to change really bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, well, since we're talking about sports, go ahead and we'll we'll go ahead and bring it up. Uh, congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs for that just annihilation of uh, TCU. That was just, I can't believe TCU had nothing for them. I mean, nothing. One broken uh, coverage play, 
that they got down to the 10-yard line on. Other than that, they could do nothing with that Georgia defense. Absolutely nothing. And what cracked me up, they're getting their butts kicked, and when they finally scored, you got the dude acting like he just won the uh, championship. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with you? Like, uh, I, and I, I just love it because the coach was – the TCU coach was actually talking some smack about the SEC not being as – dominant as they everybody thinks they are so wrong buddy wrong yeah, <laughs> absolutely well, wrong that reminds so. me of back in the future make fly wake up make fly <laughs> you know uh, no it's uh no that game wasn't it was i mean it was like i was over like 15 minutes into that game you yeah. know it was, it was like yeah. not even worth watching anymore like then it was a sympathy you were like in the sympathy for like uh okay and the thing I did give Georgia credit for, they didn't take the foot off at all. They just wanted to rub their noses right in it. <laughs> well, if you, if you, yeah, if you saw Mark Rick before the game, the the sideline reporter asked him what was the motive of the game, and he said, aggression, aggression. We're out to hunt, baby. We are out to hunt. It was yeah. like, oh, crap. So, yeah, he was intense, man. So. Well, absolutely. No, it was, uh, it was not the championship game we were looking for. The last no, few the, uh, haven't been. The last few haven't been. Well, the the two games that led up to it, TCU and uh, Michigan and uh, Ohio State and Georgia, both of those are really good games. They were much better games than this was. So, but yeah, well, the, oh well. The difference is, is TCU couldn't keep up with the Georgia speed. No, no, and you could see that. I mean, that running around the outside, the Georgia on both on offense and defense, it it, it just outpacing i mean there's just no way he could keep up with him so no they just they're on a different level ohio state is the cream of the crop over the you know there i mean michigan is good but michigan is not they don't have the athletes either that uh the sec has they, they don't have the speed it seems like anybody that runs a four five forty or below has to go to an sec school <laughs> you're required yeah, to yeah. so Pretty much Georgia or Alabama. So I don't know. It, Doug, it cracks me up. We talk about sports all the time. And then uh, uh, somebody like Nick Saban, who's been at Alabama forever and wins national championships on average every three years, that he has a lot. He has two losses this year. Doesn't make it to the SC, or doesn't make it to the national championship. And there's people calling for him to be fired. People crack me up. I, I mean, seriously, how in the world could what demented world do you live in where you're ready to fire Nick Saban? They're related to all those celebrities who were at the Golden Globes. <laughs> They're out of I mean, reality. You expect, you expect perfection every year. It doesn't happen. I don't know what world you live in, but yes. I want to stop this. I want to stop that. I want world peace. Oh, this is my $80,000 dress. And these are my $20,000 Jimmy Choo's. I'm more, this is by Prada. Oh, look at my diamond earrings. Oh, I care about the environment so much. But, oh, do you know what happens to get those diamonds, honey? <laughs> I mean, they're so out of reality. I'm sitting there listening to them. I just want, you want to bang your head against the wall, dude. They live in yep. a world that they have no clue the world that they're living in. And then I even listen to these other podcasts with, with some of them on because after a while, I, I can only listen to so much sports. So I'll put on some entertainment ones and all. And you listen to some of these celebrities talk on these podcasts. And, and again, you just want, craft services treated me so mean. You have no idea what we went through making this film. It was a, oh my God, they didn't have pizza on Tuesdays. I wanted pizza on Tuesday. I mean, it's just like they cry about these things, John, that, you know, 
uh, police officers running into a dark alley, a fireman's going into a burning building, and we had to spend three days in Prague, and it was cold. It was below 70. It was really bad out. <laughs> yeah, the stuff they complain about, John, it just like, you just can't believe the. I want to come back as a uh, out of reality, not realize anything going on as a celebrity, John. Ideal world. Oh, this make believe world. Like, do you know that they were all forced to do that, John? And the paparazzi are so mean to them, John. It's really a tough. What would you rather do, John? Make twenty million dollars a year and have paparazzi take pictures of you at the beach, or make your uh, your your salary at Disney having a little kid scream, a uh, father screaming at you for not folding your stroller? Uh, Doug, I tell you what, you can take pictures of me at the beach right now for hundred bucks. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You'll wear your Bam Bam thong, right? <laughs> hey, knock me, uh, knock it out. Let's yes, go. I'm just saying, it's like shut up already, shut up. But no, it was fun, John. I'm glad we got to talk. It got us out of reality for an hour and a half, John. There you go. So, uh, give the beautiful Lisa our love. All right, same goes for you guys. Uh, hope all goes well in New Jersey. Hope you're not too cold. No, we will be. It, it was decent today, but it's going down to freezing over the weekend. So, But anyway, Presley has been out cold the entire time sleeping next to me. How could something so mean be so cute at the same time, John? Amazing. Well, that's what everybody says about Captain Handsome. You know that, right, John? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but anyhow, please, everybody be kind to one another. And uh, we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Soldier strollers. Happy days. Barges are gone. Barges are gone, Johnny. Bye-bye. I had to come up with a song about barges are gone. <laughs> Later, brother. All right. See you. Have a good night. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.